This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. Hello, I'm Jamie. It's the weekly, weekly podcast. We do it every week. Every, every week. week. Every week. We are here for you guys every single week. Like on a Tuesday. 52 weeks a year? 52 weeks a year, yep. Yeah. We never miss that time. We never. You know what? I'm actually going to go on vacation and at Christmas time. We might have to double up because it's not right. going to be around. That'll so, be the first time. So for your, your friend's miss, Todd Ruckle was like, I'll be in Maui. And I was like, I'm going to fuck with Todd. <laughs> and then Todd was like, I asked Danielle to go with me. And she said no because she can't miss her podcast. And I was like. I never said that. I was like, I fuck would that totally, podcast. I would leave the we're podcast. Going, we're podcasting from Maui. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? I don't know that I could handle the flight. Uh, I'm still trying to get used to flights and whatnot. Like, is, is Maui a far flight? Like, it's like two different flights, and they're both like ridiculously long flights. And I don't know. Like, one is like I think you go into either Texas. If you can, either, you can go to Texas, or you can fly into like California, and then from there you have to fly out to Hawaii, and that's like another five hours or some weird ass shit. Huh. You know, I know it's fucking stupid. Why so you're is on the it so plane. Far away? How's that part of the United States? It's I so know. Far away. I'm like, it's just out in the middle of fucking nowhere by itself or sin. So, yeah, because, uh, well, we're, we're going to, um, all right. So I'm actually getting two vacations this year. Look at my boss. Look at my boss. She's letting me go away. Well, one of them, one of them, one she's of them, going with you though. I know one of them I had to actually talk my boss into so I could get another one. And that's how that worked out. So we are, I'm going to Florida to see my grandparents in December and then we're going to Jamaica. In April. So we're doing, in April. So we're doing like a countdown thing or whatever. <gasps> oh, I'm going to this about. year too. You do? Yeah. I'm going to Outer Banks in May. Right. And then Vegas in August. Oh, oh that's going to suck for you though. I fucking hate Vegas in August. I know. Yeah. It's not going to be a good time. It's going to be fun. It's I mean, still, it might be. It's still not here. You know what you need? You know those, like, those fans you can get now that they, like, sit on your shoulders and, like, point at your face? No. You're going to need one of those. Here's the thing about Vegas. <clears throat> it's hot in Vegas. Yeah. But when the sun goes down, that desert gets chilly. Really? So it'll drop a good 40 degrees. Right. And it'll be 173,000 <laughs> degrees. During the day. During the day. And then at night, it's like, it's nice 78. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my god! So, I'll be fine. And the best part of Vegas is Fremont Street, which is wonderful at night because they have the light show and you can sit blind down Fremont Street. Oh, and, wow. And there's all these, like, little, like, almost, like, the size of, like, little boardwalk shops. Right. There's little casinos that are, like, offshoots. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, they have these little casinos and they're the best ones to gamble at because they have a higher, like, winning thing. Right. So, Fremont Street is the best thing about Vegas, and you don't go to Fremont Street till after dark anyway. Right. So, I'll be alright. Well, I'm thinking about sometime in the summertime, I don't know when, but, like, sometime in the summer doing, like, a long weekend and going away to, like, Key West or something. I saw a couple people do that, where they just sort of puddle jump down there and go to Key West, and then they, like, have, like, two or three days, and then they come back. I'm like, there you go. I think I might want to do something like that. There you go. I don't know. We'll see. But we did have... Um, I think we've talked about it before. Um, we lost our friend Dave um, back in April. And this weekend, a bunch of our friends, it including was a fucking Jamie, walk, it was called a walk. And it was like, um, 
Out of the darkness. A walk out of the darkness. It was for suicide prevention. Take us home, Jamie. Tell us all about it. Picture it. <laughs> Delaware 2020. All right. So we all made it Glasgow Park. Glasgow Park is a, a, a huge park, like here in Delaware. It's and, a, like a county government park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after they, they made this park have this big ass hill at this park because yes. it's a sledding hill. Because yes. in Delaware, everything's pretty flat. And you can't mm-hmm. really, there's no really good sledding hills. So they were like, fuck it, we'll build a sledding hill. So there's a giant hill. And I'm sitting there and we all congregate to meet at the bottom of this hill. Jen has made everybody t-shirts. I um, saw that. She made these cute little bags because uh, we said hashtag making fetch happen because yes. Dave was always like, that's so fetch. And from the movie Mean Girls, we used to be like, oh, well, Dave, fetch is never going to happen. Well, we made fetch happen. That's what our hashtag was. Yes. On the back of our making shirt. Making fetch happen. Making yep. fetch happen. And so Jen made these little drink pouches and she filled them with like, there was a lip gloss and a hand cream and a bunch of pink um, Starburst in it. And, like, a bath bomb, and everything was pink, because, you know, on pink they wear, on Wednesday they wear pink. And it said, you can't sip with us. Aww. Because when she was, like, in sweat, she was like, you can't sip with us! Oh my god, okay. So, it was all, it was all, like, themed. Right. So, we all are, like, at the bottom of this hill, and I'm like, alright, we're getting walking. And I'm thinking we're gonna go straight and hit the trail. Mm Mm-hmm. I said, we're not going up that hill, are we? Nobody answered and me. That hill is really high. Nobody answered me. I was like, "Excuse me, excuse me." We're not going up that fucking hill, are we? <laughs> Why isn't anybody answering me? So Jess is like, "Okay, let's go." And all these little fucking kids that we have with us started walking up that hill. And because the kids were walking up the hill, the parents followed the kids up the hill. So, everybody started walking up the fucking hill. I was like, are oh, you God. fucking kidding me right now? A, it's uh, hot. It was hot on Wednesday. It was like 80, or on Sunday. It was like 80 degrees. Oh, my gosh. And now I'm walking up the hill. I hate two things in life. I hate nature, and I hate walking. And this motherfucker <laughs> had me doing both. And he's <laughs> laughing at me from heaven because he's like, ah, look at her. It's hot. I'm walking up the hill. So, halfway up the hill, I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> So I take out my smartphone and I put on Eye of the Tiger because I needed motivation. <laughs> and you know, that's a... Dun, 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 dun. I know, right? Dun, dun, dun. I don't care who you are. That shit motivates you. You're like, yeah! <laughs> so I get up the... I'm up the, walking a little faster up the hill. I'm feeling my mojo and I'm next to Wes. And Wes is giving me this look like, you fucking crazy bitch. Mm-hmm. So I get up the hill and I'm like dying. Like I'm like, oh my God, I smoke. I'm fat. <laughs> I'm going to pass out. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I'm like, all right, we're on the path. We're on the path. Concrete again. Flat ground. I'm hype. I'm stoked. I'm like, uh-huh. all right, let's get this walk going. I got my music going. Then this bitch. I love Jess. Mm-hmm. Jess is Dave's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, for you, those of you that don't know. So, Jess is ahead of me. There's, like, probably about 20 of us. Mm-hmm. There's a good bout of us walking. Yeah. So, Jess is about 20... 20 people ahead of me. She's leading the pack. And she screams to me from about 500 feet away. Mm -hmm. And there's these two older women walking towards me. Mm -hmm. And she says, Jamie, 
we're about to go into nature. And I see her at the beginning of the wooded trail. And I said, I fucking see it. <laughs> and there's one old lady that is like completely shocked. Like, <gasps> and then there was another old lady who just started bagging up. And it was like, she fucking sees it. <laughs> and I was like, there's probably so many people out there with friendships like that. Like, yeah. Like one is just like, I don't give a fuck. And the other one is like, oh my God, did you hear that? That's me and you. It's little, me and you. To a certain point, yeah. So I saw us as an, at an older age walking towards me as uh-huh. I'm walking into the nature. Uh-huh. So I'm like, motherfucker. I'm not happy. <laughs> Fitz is with us and his girls are behind me. And I guess I was really amusing to them because Natalie kept looking at me and laughing. That's mm-hmm. his youngest. Right. So we start walking in the woods and as we get to the beginning of the trail... There were these things that you can get on and, like, the kids, you remember when we were little, they were, like, on spring. They were in a spring, yeah. They were in a big spring and it was, like, ducks and shit. There was a pelican and I didn't even know what the other one was. It was too far into the nature for me to sit. There was probably Mm -hmm. spiders on it, so I didn't go there. But I saw this and I I start running and (laughs) Bacon's, like, looking around because if I'm running in nature, he thinks there's something chasing me. Yeah, exactly. He's like, wait, what? What's happening? What's happening? Like, Michael Myers is, like, Like, do I need to pick up the baby? Right. So, so we... (laughs) telling his mom, I'm going to walk with Aunt Jamie. I'm going to walk with Aunt Jamie. And then I got there and that little dickhead didn't want anything to do with me. <laughs> no, Aunt Jamie. Put me down, Aunt Jamie. No kisses, Aunt Jamie. And he's British, so it was like, put me down, Aunt Jamie. Oh, I- <laughs> no kisses, he Aunt Jamie. he's British. Please take me to my daddy. <laughs> the kid is born in Delaware. Why he has a British accent, nobody knows. <laughs> he's hysterical. <laughs> He's like, hey, Jamie, have you seen my soda? Take me to my mummy. <laughs> it has to be one of his little TV shows he watches. I'm thinking it's Peppa the Pig. It's gotta be. It's oh gotta be something, but he bags me up. <laughs> but I'm like... <laughs> so I run over and I jump on this thing. Because now I'm big enough... I used to, I used to be so big that when I got on it, it would either just go forward or go right, backward. Right. And it wouldn't bounce back and forth right. like it was supposed to. Girl, for the first time in my life, those little bouncy things worked for me. Oh, they're like, yeah. we were back and forth. I was cowboying it up. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> People are taking pictures because, you know, it's photo op. Look at Jamie. She's stupid. Oh, my God. You love that shit. I, I fucking love it. I live uh-huh. for it. Megan was like, girl, hand up. Pony up. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course, Megan just, like, eggs you on. Not, not, not ho, Megan. Um, Megan Everett. Oh, okay. So, not ho, Megan. That's awful. People are going to be like, what? Um, nobody else is allowed to call her hoe. Just me. Okay. I love that bitch. Like, I'll cut you if you call her a hoe in front of my face. Right. So anyway, um, we're walking and everybody like takes off. Like, fucking bolts. And I'm like, where the fuck is everybody? Like, I wasn't on that bouncy thing long. Like, why is everybody, I was like, hello? Why is everybody walking so fast? (laughs) I'm still back here. Jamie's back here. (laughs) Daniel. Tell, tell them to go get in to wait for Aunt Jamie. Tell mommy to wait. Tell your daddy to wait. Actually, um, so it's it's the it, bringing up the back of the crowd is me, mm-hmm. Fitzerific, mm-hmm. his two girls, mm-hmm. Katie, and Megan's husband, um, Jester, Mike. Okay. So, which is so funny because earlier that day we were arguing on Facebook about politics and then we saw each other. We we're like, what's up? What's up? Because that's how grown-ups do it. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. so, 
<laughs> so we're walking, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. And Mike's like, you're not going to die. I'm a fucking EMT, Jamie. Like, it's going to be okay. Like, if you kill over, I can help you. <laughs> Trained and everything. Right. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, my God. So I'm hot. I'm tromping through the woods. Things are touching me. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I knew there was ticks. I'm like, oh, there's something on me. I just I know it. I was like, there's stuff in my ears. Like, uh, like look, I'm itching. I had I had psychosomatic hives. Oh, my God. Going in, and I'm thinking about it. I'm getting hives right now. Like, just oh my thinking God. about going through the woods. Right. I stepped on a stick. I thought it was a snake. <laughs> I screamed bloody murder. <laughs> <laughs> and you ran. You were like Scooby, where you're like in the air and you just start running. I was like, oh my god, oh my god! And Fitz is like, what? And Fitz's girl Natalie was like, it was a stick. <laughs> She's fine. Natalie is my spirit animal. Mm-hmm. I love her. She is a good time. She's very ornery, which I I connect with her on that. Mm-hmm. But there were like, these big soggy patches because it was raining last week of like oh, yeah. like mucking mud, and she had yeah. on these little slip on vans. Mm-hmm. And I, we're walking, and there's a bridge over here. And then it it goes to the same place as it should, I don't know, I know why, exactly what you're talking yeah, about. I don't know, I know why they built the bridge. It wasn't really over anything. It was just just built a bridge there. Yeah. But there was some muck on the side. She went to walk around, and I was like, "Girl, not in those, she kept not in those shoes." So she goes. She's like, "Fine." She gets over the bridge. Then she's sticking her hand in holes in the trees, and she's like, "This is where the snake was before." And I'm like, "Don't put your hands in the trees." Oh my god! <laughs> Quit touching things. Quit touching things. <laughs> Like, God, she's a buzzkill. And they're they're laughing at me. They think it's hysterical. I am not okay. I'm like right. arms failing. I, so <laughs> I pick up the stick. And I'm like, and Kitty's like, oh mom, you got a walking stick. I was like, this is my snake's snake killing stick. Like mm-hmm. if, if snake gets near me, I'm gonna stab him with the stick. Right. Fitz is like, there's no snakes, Jamie. You're fine. Even if they are snakes, nothing in here is going to hurt you. Just just keep it all walking. Right. Or Mike said it. Somebody said it to me. I don't even know at the time. I don't even was, know at this point. I was so fucking weirded out uh-huh. that I didn't even, I was like, get me out. So right. we get out of the woods and there's a picture of me coming out and I'm like, oh. Oh, I gotta be oh. serious. And they were all standing there waiting for me to come out to see my reaction of coming out of the dark. <laughs> God. So I'm like, nice. I was like, here we are. We're out of here. This is great. Rachel has my water. Oh, no. And Rachel couldn't take the stroller through the woods. So Rachel Rachel does a whole lap around the fucking park. Like, with the baby. Right. So I'm like, oh, my God, I'm dying. Ugh. So Jester finally feels pity on me and hands me his water so I could have a sip of water because I was pretty sure I was <laughs> dying. And I was like, oh, what God. is this? Because Jen had a case of that purified water in her car. Uh-huh. And I had just bought Fiji. And I was like, what am I, a peasant? Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> this is purified water. I had Fiji water. Oh, you might as well just give me tap water. I know. <laughs> Basically, it's tap water. So we get, we get, we start walking and then we walk across the street and then we're in grass. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? I don't, why do you hate concrete? Like, there are paths. Why aren't we taking the concrete paths? Right. That aren't in the woods. Like, all that. I'm like, look, if anything tragic happens to me, mm-hmm. here's what we're going to do. If anything happens to where I get sick for my hot, my tatas, we're doing a tater tot bar. Oh, tater tots for tatas. Yeah. If I get anything wrong with my cervix or uterus or anything like that, guess what? Tacos for hoo-hahs. That's what we're doing. Hot wings for H.I. fucking V. I don't understand why everything needs a fucking walk. <laughs> to a tater tot bar. Come to this tater tot bar. Come to the taco bar. Come to the wing right. bar. Right, like, if something happens to me, don't be like, oh, well, we're going to walk in your honor. Why? I never like to walk. <laughs> I mean, it was a pro 
appropriate for Dave. He loved the fucking nature. But me. He did love I'm the like, nature. If he, was like, he liked to hike. We get back to the pavilion. I sit down and look around. I was like, where the fuck is the pizza? Like, why isn't there pizza at the end of this? <laughs> And the bandits were with us with their two boys. Uh-huh. And she she went way ahead of everybody. And I look over and she's like standing at the trail pretending to jump rope. I'm like, what is she doing? Like, why are you moving so much? This is not necessary. You're being extra. God. You're just being keep, an overachiever. Just keep it moving. Get the fuck out of the woods. Out of the darkness is correct because this is not okay with me. Right. <laughs> Oh, and then Jess is like, well, when we dump his hatches, hatches, we're going camping. Like, we're going to go camping in one of his favorite spots. Dave didn't camp in normal places. Mm. Dave camped in fucking places where you had to dig a hole to take a shit. Mm -hmm. I'm not down for that. (laughs) I know. I'm like, like, I'll go. You're not going to go. We're heroes. I would be like, look. You have to camp at a campground with a hotel like a mile away. So me and Kara can be at the hotel. And then we'll meet you that next day to do the trail. Yeah. To do the like the pouring of the ashes and all that. But I'm going to be showered. And I'm going. To, it's going to be a shower where you don't have to keep pushing the little button to get the water going. Yeah. And it's not going to be in a building that smells like cat shit. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> like fucking stop it people. There doesn't need to be a walk for everything. <laughs> I'm going. It's going to be Jamie's new project. Like I'm going to start like. I love how you're like, if I get HIV, do a hot wing bar. How does that how No, does that I'm just together? saying. I'm just saying hot wings for HIV or something. Uh, like, I'm not saying if I get it. I'm just saying not everything needs a walk. <laughs> I think it was for suicide awareness in general. So there's that. So what the fuck does that mean? Why do you need a walk? I don't Why know. Why does that have to be you a walk? Know, it's, it's weird. Like, I, I always donate things and everything but um like I, I think well it's the first time I've ever mentioned it my mom was just recently um diagnosed with breast cancer oh are we going there yeah I wasn't going to but I was thinking about it and my mom was like oh it's fine you know it is what it is and your mom told me I said I'm getting my boobs smashed on Friday she said if you cancel that appointment I'll beat you yeah <laughs> well and I know and I, I mean my appointment because I had kind of been putting it off too and then you know she she told us what it was and you know she's very lucky that it's you know stage one and um, very, very slow moving. It's like the slug of cancers, I guess, and everything. So, you know, she's decided to have like, you know, a mastectomy and just take care of it. And she's going to go get her, you know, gene therapy done so we can all find out if we have this certain Your gene. Your mom's going to have the best titties in like six months though. Oh, well, okay. Well, that, that was the thing. So I had never thought about like doing a walk, but I guess for like the breast cancer stuff, like now it's important to me. So now it like makes sense. But the one thing I do have to say is she was like, you know, I'm not, I don't know how they're going to like you know, like reconstruct, like, I was like, well, do they keep your nipple? Or are they not? And she was like, I don't know. I got to talk to him. I was like, well, maybe get a prosthetic. And she was like, oh my God, what if I'm just sitting at the barbecue and all of a sudden my nipple just falls off in front of everybody at the barbecue? Or like, what if I'm like, what if I'm walking Petey? This is my brother's big ass dog. And all of a sudden my prosthetic nipple just falls off and Petey eats it. Now I got to wait for him to shit it back out. <laughs> and so I just imagine like, no, Petey, no, don't eat my nipple. No, no. You know, or whatever. And I mean, if we are like pissed at our entire pants, I'm like imagine you having to say to like our, my brother or her son, I'm going to need you to keep track of Petey's shits because my nipple's in there. You Can know? you bring mom home her nipple? I mean, this yeah, is could you bring me my nipple when it comes back out his ass? God damn it, so, John Michael. That was, I know. So we were just, and so she's kind of going through that. And I thought, you know, like, I was thinking about, like, next time they have, like, breast cancer walks, things like that. Like, maybe I wouldn't mind, you know, doing them. But, I mean, it's but just why? such a weird thing. Why does that have to be a walk? 
Well, they do walks all the time. They do. What does walking have to do with anything? I don't know, but maybe we could do something else. Maybe like we, I can see. We're maybe walking, we could do a tater tot. Bar. We're walking for you know musculosclerosis <coughs> because those people have problems with mobility and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like that, I can understand. Mm-hmm. But if I'm gonna do a fundraiser for like breast cancer, mm-hmm. I'm doing tatas for. Tots for titties. I'm doing tots for titties. <laughs> and I'm going to have, like, everybody come in. You can have a silent auction, raise money. Everybody eats tater tots. There's a big tater tot bar. You can smother them, cover them with, like, anything you want. And everybody's eating carbs, and it's a good time. <laughs> everybody's carbs and carbs. beer. Carbs and beer. I like it. You know, I, I don't know. It's, it's very interesting going through these things because it was like, I remember when the, when she called to tell me she had already known about it for a couple weeks. But didn't want to tell me because she knew I'd be like, what about this? What about this? And I would, like, lose my shit and be asking all kinds of questions. That nursing background and everything. You know, not to mention it's like, you know, being the daughter. And then the very same night, my grandmother calls me to say, well, I have skin cancer. What? They dug that out of her. So, but she didn't want to tell me either for the same exact fucking reason. And so far, the margins look clean. So, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you fucking people? I was like, nobody wanted to tell me anything because they were like, well, we just didn't want to upset you. We, we didn't want to make sure we knew everything. Danny. Yeah, well, we didn't want to upset you and everything. And they all do walk. So I don't know. Maybe it would be a good time to do. I mean, you walk all the fuck things. you want. But tell your mom next year when you walk, I'll be waiting at the end of it with a giant thing of tater tots for her. <laughs> tater tots. And you know what? Good. She's going to be happy to see me. You know who is not happy to see someone well, now that we're moving right along? Now we're just going to get right involved in things. We're jumping into shit, people. We're just going to We're going to jump in now. Okay, so. <laughs> so, Phil Collins. Oh, wait a minute. I got to talk about one thing real quick. Okay. Okay, because anybody who knows me knows how much I love Judge Judy. Yes. I fucking love me some Judge Judy. Everybody on the podcast knows how much you love Judge Judy. Oh, my God. It, it's so funny because, um, you know, my boyfriend's daughter... I was, we make this joke that if anybody was supposed to ask her, like, well, what do you think of her? Like, what do you think, you know, what's she like? You know, blah, blah, blah. Like, well, she likes Judge Judy <laughs> because I watch Judge Judy, like, all the time. Like, if I'm not working until 10 o'clock at night, like, I usually stop work and I'll eat dinner and I'll watch Judge Judy or something. Like, that calms me down. I don't know. But anyway, so there was this whole thing about her going off air and I was, like, going to have a nervous breakdown over it. Well, Judge Judy is actually going to Amazon Prime. She's hitting the big time. Yes, she is. And it's going to be called Judy Justice. I love Judge Judy. You know why I love Judge Judy? First of all, don't get me wrong, because when I watch Judge Judy, I hate Judge Judy. I don't. I think she's Because I'm like, great. why don't you let her speak? Like, she doesn't let everybody speak. She's like, I don't give a fuck, sir. <laughs> oh, on Amazon Prime, she could totally say that, too. She wouldn't, though. I don't give a fuck, sir. I wasn't talking to you, sir. Shut the fuck up, sir. <laughs> Tell your little girlfriend to shut the fuck up, too. That's it. I don't even want to hear your case. I find for the plaintiff... Um, you owe her $17,000 and shut the fuck up. Get out of you my You can only get $5,000 out of her courtroom. Thank you very much. So there you um, went. No, <sighs> not when she's on Prime. That's big money. Well, I don't know. Well, I think it's still going to be something small. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But it says the start date's in December. And she said some details are iffy because COVID makes production cumbersome. It will be on Amazon. Why Amazon? Because they run everything. They have resources. Great attitude. Like my old butcher, Sam. Sam doesn't do stupid. Sam doesn't do stupid. I was like, oh, well. Okay, so that was according to page six. But then I got on this whole thing with page six, and this was interesting. I was like, oh, my God. When I grew up, one of my favorite bands that my parents listened to, specifically my father, would be Genesis. Oh, who so, doesn't love Phil Collins? I know. I, I have always loved it. Carousel is one of my favorite freaking live albums ever. And I just love me some Genesis. Well, apparently he, and I had no idea, he got married Divorced and then remarried this woman. Well, the first time he got divorced from this woman, 
they played that song, um, I can hear it coming in uh-huh. the air tonight. Yeah. And apparently it was about that where he was like, if I saw that you were drowning, I would not lend a hand. Oh, yeah. Right. And like, <laughs> right. The big drum solo. Yeah. So apparently they were like, oh, yeah, that's totally about this guy that his wife fucked. But the Collins is like, no, nah, man, I just wrote it. So I don't know. But after reading this, it might be about her. <laughs> It might have been about her. And then his dumb ass went back. Well, she's like Filipino or something looking. I'm not sure exactly what she is. She's she's, she's very Asian. She's very Asian-y looking, but not Asian-y, Asian-y. I can't tell. Like. Um, yeah, she's Filipino. Yeah, she's like Filipino-ish or something like that. But anyway, so according to page six, they got a hold of their divorce records again. Okay, because they're getting divorced again. So when they got together the first time, they had two kids together, got divorced, she remarried somebody else, and then apparently he said, if you leave this guy and come back, I'll give you this house. Oh. Or something. Like, some house. Right? So she left him, comes back, then decides she'll love him no more, wants to marry this other guy who's like 10 years younger than her, and wants to live in that house, and he's like, oh, hell no, Hobag, you ain't living here either. So she was like, okay, I'm going to spill the tea. So she went and filed papers, knowing damn well that TMZ or something of the like would get a hold of them, and says that <laughs> he's stinks and he's impotent. Mm. She lodged papers in Miami Monday, accusing him of reneging on his deal to give her half of their $40 million home. But She's bitter because they don't have a groovy kind of love. I know. And you know what? She's not even that good looking. I'm not understanding how Look, she gets all these motherfuckers. Phil Collins <laughs> is... First of all, he's an amazing talent. I mean, he's ridiculously talented. He can play like he can play like seven thousand things, compose everything, write music, right. sing music. I don't care if he brushes his teeth. I don't care. But you would if you were in bed next to him and his uh, yeah, but I impotent ass. I think she's lying. Well, it says, but in the paper seen by page six, she painted Colin sixty nine as an adult hermit who didn't wash or brush his teeth for months. Months, she's saying. She's 46 and claimed in court papers that in 2017, Colin started drinking heavily and popping prescription pills, alleging that he'd often fall down from the combination of prescription medicines and excessive alcohol. Well, he probably wouldn't drink if she wanted a hoe. (laughs) She even said that on multiple occasions, he hit his head when he fell and checked into hospitals under aliases. The paper even says that he collapsed on stage when performing because he was so impaired he could not stand up. He became increasingly depressed, withdrawn, abusive, and following an operation on his back, increasingly addicted to antidepressants and painkillers. He was incapable of having sex. He stopped showering, brushing his teeth, and dressing properly. In fact, he did not shower or brush his teeth from 2019 until August 2020, when he vacated their home. I don't believe that one second. Well, he's saying this is totally false. Well, I'm like, I hope so, because even if he really did do it, and it's possible, who knows? I mean, he's 69. And if it had a depression, depression's a big thing, but I don't see anybody going over a year without washing. Well, apparently, let me see... Collins and Sevy split in July after Sevy sent a text message. This is how she did it to Collins saying she had fallen in love. A month later, she secretly wed new husband, Thomas Bates, 31. Mm. Collins tried to evict the newlyweds because she moved him in there, but they've now reached an agreement that Sevy and Bates will move out of the house in January and it's now for sale. And it's now for sale. So, uh, yeah. <sighs> I don't believe it for one second. I think she's a lying hoe and she doesn't deserve Phil Collins because he's a national treasure. He is, but I'm just like, you know, like, I don't understand. And like, he might women. not brush his teeth, but it's a common thing that British people don't really brush their teeth. Don't say that, because I'm just true. kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. But 
Nick Lachey said that Jessica Simpson didn't brush her teeth either. No. Did he really? He said that she didn't brush her teeth and she would take a t-shirt and wipe <gasps> her teeth. No. And she did not brush her teeth. Seriously? That's what Nick Lachey said about Jessica Simpson. But who knows? I wonder if we can find that because I never knew that. You know what? I'm going to read her book. You she read that tell-all book. I wonder if it's any good. I don't know. I'm not interested in Jessica Simpson's tell-all. It'd be kind of interesting just to see. You let me know. You let whatever. Me. She's fine. like whatever. So speaking of bad marriages, mm-hmm. I got this from whattolaugh.com. So it's probably not real. <laughs> it's probably not real. We don't know. Whattolaugh.com. Okay. All right. So married cousins slap with fine with jail time and fines for having sexual intercourse together. Ew. Yes. Oh God. Mm. Why? I don't know. It's in Utah. That's why. A oh my couple, God. <laughs> a couple compromise. Uh, Jesus Christ, we're never going to be able to go out to Utah now. <laughs> we're just racking it off. We can't go to country. It's fine. We can't go to London now because they're all think we, we believe that they don't brush their teeth. Utah, <laughs> it's all incest out there. So can't go there now. You're just racking it all up, Jamie. Well, they already had a bad rep with Salt Lake. All right. <laughs> all right. So a couple cop. <laughs> A couple comprising of married cousins in Utah are preparing for life behind bars and massive fines. According to reports, the couple is also expecting their very first child together very soon. Mm. But while the excitement is real, they can't rid themselves of severe anxiety. Sources confirm how getting married to your cousin is, in fact, against Utah state law. Oh, my God. Since when? Well, which cousin? Is it a first cousin? Hold on. For this reason, they are gearing up for heavy consequences for their actions. Meanwhile, the shocking news made plenty of heads turn. Moreover, the fine surmount of $14,000. <coughs> Today, Michael Lee and his wife cousin, Angela Peng. And his wife cousin. Oh, my God. A staggering five years jail time for having their child. Here are more tragic details on the married cousin's case. All right. Oh. So it says, the state of Utah in the United States has some pretty strict laws. Moreover, we're referring to how it's illegal to marry your cousin. At the same time, it's a sin for you to indulge in sexual intercourse with your married cousin, whether you're with your married cousins too. Therefore, the bittersweet baby celebration is making the couple and their loved ones anxious by the second, by the second, the baby is due to arrive in May. Oh my goodness. But if this family duo wants to avoid these stringent consequences, they need to relocate. Look, they look alike too. That's fucking unreal. I think they look alike. You don't see that? No, they both just... He's, like, darker skin. I don't know. And dark hair. Uh, the you fact just want him to look alike. The I fact think. that the couple has a baby on the way is supposed to be one of the biggest highlights of their lives. However, for this married pair, it might be a daunting experience. We're not referring to the child itself, but the state's puni- punishment for breaking the law. Mrs. Ms. Ping expresses how she is nervous about the whole situation. Moreover, the pair needs to relocate to another location where such a rule doesn't exist. And that means a new beginning, which isn't easy after all. The couple has work, a house, and friends in this location. Looking deeper in the couple's history, sources confirmed how the pair didn't have the easiest of marriages. Certainly, they faced opposition across the board when they decided to take the plunge. But today, they're over everyone's criticism. For them, the love and support and their, that their bond shares are what, they, what really matters to them. Plenty of loved ones call the relationship unconventional. Unconventional? But the couple say that they simply couldn't care any less. In reality, Michael Lee and Angela Ping are married 
are really married cousins. Angela's dad is actually Michael's mom's older brother. Oh, so they're first cousins. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. There's one question on everyone's mind. How did the couple get married in the first place? If weddings like these are illegal in Utah. Well, that's because they decided to tie the knot in Colorado. Uh, wait, Colorado says it's okay to be cousins? Uh, I guess. The couple explains how they made their journey towards Colorado just for the sake of their marriage. Now it looks like they might need to travel borders again for the sake of their child. Obviously, no one wants to pay a heavy fine with long jail time for bringing a child into the world. Meanwhile, the couple confirmed more details at lo- to local media. They made sure their baby was free of any disease as well as disability. Hence, the couple indulged in genetic testing as their only resort before getting pregnant. And after approval from their doctor, they were relieved... I guess they they had genetic testing to make sure that the baby wasn't, you know, simple. Right. On the other hand, the couple goes on to reveal how they met at seven years old, and now 30 years later, they are 37 years old. Hence, they're ready to bring a new generation in, and for them, nothing else compares to this feeling. Oh, my God. So there's that. I mean, I don't even know where to go with that, like... Part of me is like, oh, they're going to have a baby. And the other part of me is like, oh, their family tree is going to be really weird shape. <laughs> it's going to be a really weird shape. It's not so much a tree. It's not so much a tree as a branch. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just go straight up. Where do you find this shit? Oh, my God. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? Alex Trebek. We lost Alex Trebek. And Sean fucking Connery. Uh, yeah, at the same. So, you know what? Way to go, 2020. Oh, and somebody else died, too. Oh, who else died? Oh, it was somebody that I was like, oh, somebody else died. I can't remember. The guy from Rush died, but there was somebody else that died. Oh, oh, the lady from, um, Catherine Goebel. She was the lady in the movie Hidden Figures. The Uh lady that, one of the first, she did the launch code for the, um, for the Apollo mission. Okay. Have you ever seen Hidden Figures? Yeah, of course. The main character, the woman who that was about, uh-huh. um, Catherine Goebel, I think it's Brown was her last name. Catherine Goebel Brown. She passed away. She passed away last week at the age of 101. God, good for her. But she was, like, so important for, you know, the women and African-American oh, yeah, women exactly. alike. Yes. And I was very sad to see that. Well, I'm really sad to see Alex Trebek go. It was it was really weird because he you all know. my old men crushes are dying. Oh, yeah. I'm like Sam Elliott. If you're listening to this, please take your vitamins. <laughs> Patrick Stewart, you too. <laughs> get your prostate checked, please. Please, everybody, please, for the love of God, get your get your, get a finger up your butt, Sam. <laughs> well, I thought this was pretty interesting, so I'd say this. And this is you know we just talked about death. Now we're going to talk about life. A whole lot of it. So, this is according to 13wham.com, W-H-A-M. I guess it's A-B-C somewhere. Wham! <clears throat> Wham! That's how they um, got the explanation point. Oh. So, this is in Michigan, and it says, Michigan couple with 14 sons welcome their first daughter. Holy shit! I'm like, first of Lady, all... Lady, first of all, it's a vagina, not a clown car. I don't... Get, like, get him off you. God, just... Right. Jesus. I like, don't get those religions that are like, I, I don't believe in birth control... I don't believe in being as exhausted as you have to be. I know. <laughs> like the Duggars. The Duggars. Who the fuck wants 20 kids? I know. Who wants that? I don't know. Not me. How is your uterus still intact, first of all? I don't know. And second of all, why? If you're a certain age, if you are of a certain age, 
You have all this freedom. I had Katie at 22. Mm-hmm. Here I am, 43 years old. She's married. She's doing her thing. And not that I was happy about it, because I'm not going to fake like I was happy about it. Yeah. But I am so free. You were free kind of anyway, though. I know. She's always, she's on her own, doing her own thing. She has been for a while. You've been free for a while. She's been doing her own thing since March. Yeah, but even then, so you felt like you had to babysit her, really. Almost a year, yeah. No, you did have to pick her up from work and drop her up at right. work sometimes. But still, like, I, your I daughter had, has done it right. Right. And I've had a lot of free time because she's always been a responsible kid. Yeah. Like, when she was like 16, 17, she's always been responsible. Yeah. So I've never had that, oh my God, my teenager's an asshole. Like, I've never had that. Neither yeah, of you, me. really. No, I haven't. I, I don't know. And there's mothers I, out I there, like, now. my daughter's cut herself. But, my son is fucking all these girls, and I'm like, I got 99 problems. But, but none of that is, shit ain't it. My kid is not one of them. So I am, like, so free. Yeah. Like, and we, we feel that. Like, we can go wherever we please, really, at this point. Even with Jonathan. I can't anymore. Yeah, Jonathan's old enough to be like. Yeah, we now have. Like, we have a daughter now. Oh, yeah. Now, oh, oh, you went and had more babies. Oh, shit. Well, no, I didn't have metaphorical babies. Metaphorical babies. I, I, yeah, I had a metaphorical Get baby. Get the fuck so. out of here. <laughs> Speaking of one of the babies now, get out! Beat it! Damn it, monkey! Him. Fuck! Yeah, um, yeah, well, now we have a 12 year old, almost 13 year old, and then a five year old, almost six year old. Well, I'm free to do what I, I know. Well, you know what? That was, that was one of the things, though. It was like when, when I first met him, I was like, fuck, really? Right? Like, damn, why's your kids gotta be so young? Can you? Right. Can I just see you in a couple of years? Come back. Right. <laughs> Don't don't marry anybody else. Catch me when he's at least thirteen. Dude. I know because I just thought to myself, I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm like, I finally like have all this time where I don't have to do anything. Look, when I, can I got when I got with Paco, um, Devin had was just turning nine. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, like nine. I know. Like, why you gotta be that young? Damn. And then I'm like, I mean, Devin's almost thirteen now, so time goes fast. I know, but I don't want it to because I'm forty three. It kind of creeps me out. Nope. You know what I mean? It doesn't it creep you out about how old you are? Nope. Jamie, we're going to be 50 in seven years. That's all right. It creeps me out. I mean, and most people seem to die when they're 69. So, I don't know. I don't know if you've noticed. Um, but I'm sorry, but I other- just told you about um, Catherine no- Goebbels, who died at 101, and Sean Connery, who was um, 80 or 90, and I think Alex Trebek was 80. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I don't know. With the anyway. way shit's moving, they're going to... Chop my head off and, and put it in like a little cake dish and I'm going to be talking to people and Paco's just going to be carrying around my head. <laughs> well, it says a Michigan couple whose large family attracted attention by growing to include 14 sons has welcomed their first daughter nearly three decades after the birth of their first child. Oh my God, they have a fucking 29-year-old? Sh- that shit, man. Right. You were clear. Clear. That's a big family. You should be getting ba- grandbabies right now. Not fucking mm-hmm. your own babies. I mean, hey, you know, it's their family. They can do what they want. I find it kind of crazy. I wouldn't want to do it, but hey, good for you. Her name is Kater- Kateri Schwant, or Schwant, gave birth Thursday to Maggie Jane, who weighed in at 7 pounds, 8 ounces, and entered a world filled with 14 older brothers. Um, Jay and his wife, both 45, are overjoyed and beyond excited to add Maggie Jane to our family. This year has been memorable in so many ways for so many reasons, but Maggie is the greatest gift we could ever imagine. Uh, let me see. Their oldest child, Tyler, is 28, said his parents thought that they would never have a daughter after 14 sons. He said there's likely nothing pink in the family's home in the rural community of Lakeview, about 30 miles northeast of Grand Rapids. Oh, my God. He's 28 years old. 
Could you imagine, like, having to tell your 28-year-old that you're having another child? That 28-year-old is, like, probably, like... like they're going to have their own baby. Yeah, they're like, who the fuck cares? Like, Carrie, when Carrie got pregnant with the first one, we were all excited. The second one, we were all excited. The third one, we were like, eh. By the fourth one, we were like, bitch, ain't you tired? <laughs> yeah, but that was, that wasn't Jim Jim, right? That was... Yeah, that was Riley. Riley, and my, yeah. My friend Joanna. Uh-huh. First of all, she's beautiful. She just had a birthday. Mm-hmm. But she has, I do believe, six children. And I'm like, girl, aren't you exhausted? And she tells me all the time, yes, bitch, I'm exhausted. Oh, my God, six. So I'm like, my friend Melissa Mahala has 11. What? Yes, with the same man. Like, married. And they, they're like the Duggars. They fucking love to pop babies out. No. Yes. 11. Yes. So, see, there are people like that around here. I thought it was, like, I don't know. Somehow, I just, I thought it was, like, unheard of. No. I don't know. But you know what I was thinking? So, I follow this woman. Her name's Laura. Hold on. It's about this. Laura Clary. Yeah, her name's Laura Clary. I mean, 5.4, or she has 12 million followers. She's hilarious. She used to start with all these. She would do these, um, like, if you don't follow her, she started with doing Snapchat videos uh-huh. to her husband Steven and she would do like the block face and she'd be like Steven and she would make like these little things like I don't know like are you single because I'm so ready to mingle your balls <laughs> like she would do stuff like that and it was freaking hilarious by the way and then she just kind of took off from there and now like she's on her second child she's pregnant with her second child um but she had just posted something and I thought how weird it was like she breastfeeds and she's still breastfeeding her first child, who's just turned two. And, mm. I mean, but he's still little. His name's Alfie. Look how little he is. He's still little. Oh, I fucking, yeah. She's, her videos aren't so bad. But they have, like, friends that make videos, too, with them. And they're fucking annoying. Well, I think she's so funny. I don't watch them all the time. Her and Steven are freaking hilarious. I anyway. like her and Steven. But the other ones they have, like, mingled in with them. Like, they have, like, a little comedy group. Like, they're the only ones that are funny. Everybody else is just fucking retarded. Oh, really? <laughs> Sorry. Well, I said, well, she did, well, these people, or not these people, but. Did you see her Halloween video where she was dressing up Alfie and her in Halloween costumes and she had like 40 of them? No. And her husband was like, I guess he's Australian. He's like, how do you keep changing so fast? That shit's hysterical. Oh, no, I'll have to look. I mean, they are really fun. The two of them together, you're just like, oh my God, you're so funny. But. Especially lately with, like, the election and the way the, I don't know, just the way everybody's so fucking cunty to each other. I can't get over how mean people are. Because I'm telling you, back in the 90s, like, when we were in school, before this really became a thing to be on the internet, you would never say some shit like that. Because you would get knocked the the fuck fuck out. Yeah, she would get knocked the fuck out. And I'm still, I'm just saying, my hips might be set up a certain way, but my fists are still fists of fury. And I will still knock somebody's fucking teeth down their throat. And this is one thing she sent in here, and it made me think of it because we were talking about all these babies. And this woman, this is what she sent to her. She says, funny how you don't post breastfeeding pics anymore. What did you realize first? That it's inappropriate to post your two-year-old sucking your boobs on the internet for him to see forever? Or that your new baby needs your nutrition more? That's the stuff somebody sent to her. Who the fuck do you think you are? Like, You I don't are a fucking look, psychotic, idiot, crazy person. First of all, I didn't breastfeed. I didn't either. Katie was a bottle-fed baby. Guess what? She's a motherfucking genius. So there's that. (laughs) In spite of you, right? (laughs) If she wants to breastfeed her baby until he's two or three, who the fuck cares? Like, how is that your business? 
No, if she doesn't, she's not like, all like crazy. I about might it. not necessarily agree with it. It might not be for me, but I'm not that person. No, and she's not like in public. She's at home, and so she took a picture of her breastfeeding her son, and she gave her the middle finger and sent it back to her, which I think is great. And then she published online, but I don't understand. Like, I've been thinking about this lately, so just follow me, Alyssa. Okay. I know I'm kind of going off, and I know it's your turn, but our kids are like little walking anxiety, yeah, breathing, and I think it's social media. Oh yeah. And like, it has got to be social media. I'm like, because there is so much craziness going on. Everybody is so mean and angry. It is fucking stupid. And I'm like, I think that's what it is. Because we were not anxiety ridden. It took life beating the fuck out of us before we got a little anxiety. And we definitely definitely kids with anxiety. But not like this. Everybody has it. Not like this. Like, not like this. My son has it. My daughter has it. I mean, Christopher's fine. But like, my son has it. My daughter has it. And like, um, my friend's daughters have it. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely insane. And I'm just thinking, like, it's got to be like this. And I don't understand why people think they can be so nasty and rude. Like, I'm not nasty and rude at all. That's because it's not like that. We do everything on a computer screen now. You can't reach to that computer screen and punch somebody in the face. No, If I, know, I would walk up to you in school and be like, um, say anything smart to you back in the day... Like, it probably wouldn't happen because we were still friends. No, we but, were friends forever. But if I said something that really, like, pissed you off, and you couldn't, you had the ability to haul off and smack me in the fucking face, and be like, bitch, what the fuck's your problem? And people want to run their mouth I know, until they get in front of somebody, and then it doesn't happen. Well, I noticed, too, like, on some of them things, like, okay, we got the Newark Post. Uh-huh. And there's this, specifically this one, if anybody ever wants to check it out and look at her, she's a troll. And I don't even know if it's really a female or not. I can't tell. But her name's Sarah Smith. And I think she's just a troll account because she wants to be a dick online and Mm -hmm. doesn't want... Because there's no pictures of her. And it's such a fucking, like, generic name. And if you go in, like, the Newark Post, she just trolls everybody's comment that she doesn't agree with and talks about what a piece of shit person they are. On everything. I mean, she is, like, well known for it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I fucking hate her gut so much. And there's no, and I don't even know her, but she's just such a nasty, hate-filled person that I'm like, and then you hide behind a computer to do it. So it's like, who are you? And what is your problem? So anybody out there, because you know she's, she knows she's telling people who she is. Like, I'm Sarah Smith. I don't think she is. Oh, she's telling close friends. People will try and kill her because she has pissed off some serious fucking people. Let's find her. I would like to find out who she is. She's a little fucking asshole. I'm Batman. So, yeah, I just saw that, and I thought I wanted to talk oh. about it, because it's straight from the net, and I wanted to talk about it a little bit. We should um, let everybody know that happy birthday to the U.S. Marines. They are 245 <gasps> oh, yes. years old today. Happy birthday to Ron, who is, the you know, Katie's dad, the Marine that helped raise her, and all yeah. the other Marines that I know. Nate. Nate Smythe is a Marine. Yes, thank you guys, and thank you guys so much for all of your service. Oorah, simplify and all that shit. I know. I'm like so, like, wow, that's so freaking cool, but, um. All right, let's yeah, see what Jamie's got. Oh, okay. let's talk about nice people. Can we? Because it's just, can. it's starting to make me so sad. We need a feel-good story, and this is from SpotlightStories.com. And it is a story about a mom who puts a sign in her front yard about how sorry she's not giving out candy this year because of COVID and she has a child with cancer. That's and it says, right, yeah. thank you, see, see you next year. So it says there are so many things with, that COVID has ruined and canceled this year. It would be impossible to list them all in one post. But if you think you had it tough, being unable to travel, see your friends, this story is helpful. This story is a helpful reminder that there are people facing bigger battles out there than you. 
And this story means a lot to me, you know, because, you know, my niece just, she's yeah. she's recovering from cancer. Right. You know, she, 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 she's got a clean bill of health now. She's not even considered high risk, which is great, but. I know. Thank God. So Courtney Thomas of Georgia has to keep her family extra protected against this virus because she has a child with cancer. Some forms of cancer weaken the immune system, but chemotherapy is the biggest thing to blame for this sense, for this. Many cancer patients who undergo chemo experience neutropenia, which is uh, a de- yeah. decrease in the number of neutrophils, a type of white blood cells that will have you have in your blood that, you know, mm-hmm. attack infection. Right. This means that people who are having this kind of treatment are much more susceptible to catching illnesses and being unable to fight them. So one of the sacrifices her family had to make this year was trick-or-treat. So she had to tell her daughter, you know, no trick-or-treat. Having strangers stepping into your home boundaries and potentially touching, breathing, and leaving germs in the immediate area is something of a COVID nightmare, especially when you have a child with a low immune system. Right. So they never could have expected the response she received to that sign, the sign she put up on Halloween that said, you know, no trick-or-treat. Right. Courtney shared her story to Facebook alongside a photo of her sign, which reads, Sorry, no candy. Child with cancer. See you next year. She'd also added a few messages of positivity, activity, have fun, and cool costume. Oh, She's done what she felt. I'm sorry. This gets me. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't you cry. She's done what she felt What she felt she could do with given the situation. There was no way she could risk having trick-or-treaters in her yard this year. In her post, Courtney wrote, I can't stop crying. If anyone thought there was no hope in our kids... In our kids and teens, they're wrong. The sole purpose of putting the sign in our yard today was so kids wouldn't run it out the door and be disappointed. Run up to our door and be disappointed. Right. Our neighborhood usually gets 300 to 400 kids. So, um, it says, the sole purpose of putting blah, blah, blah. I looked on our doorbell camera tonight and I saw the kids had been stopping at the sign. Oh my gosh. And I just went outside and found this. The picture doesn't do it justice. It's a lot and the good stuff even. Seriously, if the parents of anyone who did this sees this, please tell them how much it means to us and our kiddos. On the best candy night of the year, kids freely and generously shared the stranger with strangers and showed them so much love and kindness. So this is just a like she's like, this pile doesn't do it justice. So here is the picture. Of the sign, and at the bottom of the sign. I know, I saw that. There's just piles and piles and piles of candy. Right. And it says, the kids who passed by her house had eventually read the sign, realized that there was a child with cancer who had missed out on trick-or-treating, and left some of their own collected candy for the child to enjoy. So hundreds of people left comments wishing Courtney and her family the best, and Courtney edited a post to thank everyone for their caring words. Um, This post is so beautiful. Love and prayers to your family. Healing parent. Blah, blah, blah. Um... So, yeah, humanity is not dead, and and the media makes it out to be that way, that, you know, kids suck and, and people suck. Yeah. And and we do it, too, because we read everything that's on the oh, social yeah, media. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But I do believe that there's more good people out there than fucking assholes. It's just that they're minding their business. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. Yeah, they're just minding their own business. Oh, my gosh, that is so sweet. So that really, like, I'm all choked up about it. Like, gets me. That's the sweetest thing. That is very sweet. I'm trying to think. I haven't seen anybody do anything nice around here in a little bit. I don't know. We got 50. We're at 50. Okay. So, and of course, our boss just called again. <laughs> it's like she knows we're trying to do a podcast, and she's like, no, you will not. You will not have a life outside of work. Wah, psh, 
I know she's there. I just drove by Jamie's house. I know. I'm like waiting for it. Um, I'm trying to think though. I mean, I don't know. I, you know, there's a new Christmas, um, like a, a Christmas movie getting ready to come out on Netflix, and I can't wait for it because I watched like, I need two something. Christmas movies yesterday. Did you? I did. I needed it. I watched um, a Royal Holiday and Delivered by Christmas. Well, it's called A Christmas Journey, a Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey. is coming out on Netflix on November 13th. Is it, like, for kids or for adults? It's for both. And it, it's, like, it's just, it's really neat looking. And I'm, I can't wait until, because I'm, like, it seems like when Christmas comes around, things just feel better. People are nicer at Christmas. And they are maybe a little nicer. I don't know, though. It's, like, it's so bad right now with, like, you know, the, the political climate and everything. It's just, it's just, like, oh, my God, are we ever going to just be nice again? It's almost, like... Dare I say we need like another 9-11. We do not need another 9-11. We don't. What I'm saying is we need to come together like that. It would be nice because then we were all Americans. We all loved each right. other. And, and we were it, all fighting against something was, the fuck out. It's that song, you know, something, something, lend him a helping hand, put a little love in, in your heart. heart. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. We could. I wish everybody could put a little love in your heart. That'd be nice. Uh, can we work on that? Yeah. Everybody just do it. Because if not, I'm going to start. I'm gonna yeah, start I, I'm people. really bummed out because this year I'm not doing Toys for Tots. I um, know. You said you're taking you're taking your first break. COVID and all that. And it's been so crazy. Yeah. And it's really starting to take a toll on me. I feel like I should be doing more. Right. Um. So I'm going to have to find something to do. Even if it's not like maybe have a food drive or something at one of the bars. But I have to do something. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm not doing anything this year. And I feel like a piece of shit because I it always feels weird. do this. It feels weird because you're going to be busy. And it feels weird because I'm not helping the people that I should be helping. And, and you know, we'll see. But you know what I want to go for Christmas? What? To the serial killer themed hotel in Colorado. Oh, I know. That what? does seem kind of neat. Tell me about that. Okay. What is that about? So there is a well, place. Well, I mean, I know it's about, but it's kind of interesting. There is a place called Black Monarch, Monarch Hotel, and it is in Victor, Colorado. Mm-hmm. It's an old mining town, former brothel, brothel turned creepy destination for seekers of the morbid. The uh, location languished for years until contractor Adam Zim- Zermelli purchased the property and embraced its sinister roots. Yes. From theme rooms to reports of actual ghosts roaming its halls, the Monarch Hotel has long, interesting history that continues to fascinate and curi- to the curious this day. So they have a Countess of Bathory room where it features dark red walls and creepy taxidermy. Mm-hmm. And they have, oh, an H.H. H. Holmes room. H.H. H. Holmes is the most interesting serial killer ever. Oh, He's yeah. the one that built the hotels and he would, it's a maze, and he would like kill people in the hotels. Like they would go into these rooms and. Oh, wait, the Winchester? No. No, that's not it? No. Google H.H. H. Holmes. Okay. Like, he had this hotel, and he, like, the the freaking vents would shut off, and he'd fill the room with poison gas, and people what? would just, yeah, Nuh-uh. crazy. Like, if you stayed there, you, you never came back. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. Um, it says, A.J. Tone, born Herman Mudgett, is often credited with, as the first serial killer discovered in the United States in 1886. With his new name and a job as a pharmacist, Holmes moved to Chicago, where he built a custom home that included soundproofing to keep the screams of targets from reaching the outside world, as well as trapdoors and rooms rigged with gas to asphyxiate <gasps> his prisoners. Holmes lured women into his home and dispa- dispatched them, like had them roam around. He also carried to carried out fraud and enacted final vengeance of several of his pa- partners 
and the loved ones from some of his targets. Holm eventually confessed to 27 and then to more than 130 slayings, although scholars believe the real total is closer than the 200 mark, oh if my not God. higher. The Holmes room at the Black Monarch Hotel includes drawings of his home and photographs of him himself. Newspaper stories all decorated the room with medical drawings of various odd antiques picked out by hotel owners. That is wild. Um, one of the um, rooms is based on folklore creature Black Annis. Okay. According to a 2019 interview, decorated the, one of the four rooms at the Black Monarch Hotel based on the creature called Black Annis. According to folk, folklore, Black Annis is the Boogie Woman of Leicester, known by many names as Black Anna, supposedly lived in a cave in Dane Hills that allowed her access to the woods as well as Leicester Castle and the Church of St. Mary de Castro. Annis would snap up children, drain them of their blood, eat the meat from their bones, and then tan their hides for using as clothing and other home decor. Oh my god. Yup. There's an old miner that's said to haunt the hotel. And it says that, you know, he's seen roaming the hotel halls at night. Like, I want to go so bad. This is in Colorado? Yes. Mm. Yes. It opened June 2019. God, I wonder. Others believe that there's an apparition of a woman that stands silently at the top of the hotel staircase. Meanwhile, bar workers have reported seeing unexplained lights during their shifts. Oh my! Well, if we ever get a vacation again, where we're allowed to do much of anything, <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll consider going to Colorado, right? And there's, yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody's high there now too. So let's go get high and fucking. You know, it's so weird because I'm watching Bates Hotel right now. That's what I'm binging, right? And I know it was on TV forever, and it's it's it's, it's really good. Wild! It is really good. The whole like. Son, Dylan, the son Dylan, like his his character is so odd. Like it has, yeah. it's so weird. It makes it makes no sense to the story whatsoever. But I'm binging that right now, so it's kind of funny that you talk about a serial killer hotel because yeah, I think this kid. I'm in season two. I season two oh, or and season then three. He goes on to play the good doctor. Yeah, which is so crazy. Oh, I anyway, know. anyway, but uh, Jamie, take us home. If you've ever had sex and married your cousin <laughs> and have to literally locate, give us a shout out at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. Um, you could also find us on straight book on straight book <laughs> on Facebook at straight from the net. And we're taking our our podcast and we're going home. We're, we're also on parlor. I guess we'll start fucking around with that some more. I don't know yet. Um, I don't know because it, it seems like now all the conservatives are like, I man, I'm going to parlor. So I'm, I'm like, so upset. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty conservative. So I was like, let me just go see what's over there. Danielle can do that. I'll stick with the Twitter. Get in my, jump in my twat box. Yeah. I'm on the Twitter. Um, and we're on a bunch of other platforms, Danielle will tell you about. So we are on New York Daytime Radio. That's right. New York Daytime Radio. We're on the WMLD, the Hudson, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio every Wednesday at one. And if you miss it, that's okay. They replay us on Saturdays at seven. And then if you miss that too, it's okay. Cause we're going to upload this one right now on Sundays to our mother platform, which is SoundCloud, but you can also find us on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iPodcast, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. So and when Louie can... gets on it, finally fucking iHeartRadio. Oh, I know. I'm God, It takes forever. iHeartRadio. I can't wait, though, because as soon as that happens, we will let you guys all know. But in the meantime, make good choices. And okay, bye. bye.